I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I'm here with Mark Simpson. He's the founder of Boostly, the leading website design agency and online training academy that gives hosts the tools, tactics, and training to boost their profits through direct booking. So um, I'm going to stop there. I know we're going to talk a lot about Boostly, Mark, but I first just want to sort of first say thank you. Thank you for coming on the show and uh, being here today. Appreciate that. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. And I want you to give the listeners sort of your story, your background, you know, kind of what, what got you to where you are today. And, and then we'll talk about that uh, in more detail. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you can tell from the accent, I'm, uh, I'm from the from the UK. I'm from a little town called Scarborough. So I'm right up in the northeast of the of of England there. And the town Scarborough itself is a very very popular tourist destination. In fact, this is a this is a little unknown fact about the area is that it is the second most travelled to tourist destination in the UK after London, wow. which is pretty phenomenal. Seeing that you've got you know. Edinburgh, you know, home of uh, Harry Potter and all of those things. But yeah, our little Yorkshire coast is the second most tourist to destination outside of London. And um, I have always known it to be that. I, I grew up in hospitality. I'm one of these rare breeds of where I was actually born into this industry. I didn't fall into it from, from something else. And uh, I was just so used to always having strangers in my house. I grew up in a, uh, it was a four bedroom guest house at the time. It was set on a 200 acre farm. Um, and as it got more popular in the in the late eighties, early nineties, and then obviously the the early nineties, uh, they decided my parents decided to expand it. So it turned from four beds into fourteen beds very quickly, and then there was three um, cottages that were added on all onto the same land. And so it was very very popular. And you know, at the turn of the turn of the uh, the millennia, start of two thousand and two, I had an amazing opportunity to go out to America. Uh, coaching soccer. I, I wanted to be a soccer player more than anything. I wanted to play for Liverpool FC, but I wasn't very good at playing football. So I fell into I fell into coaching. Did coaching for many years, pretty much eight years, uh, with before I realized I was never going to get my green card. I was never going to get my American visa. Came back to UK with a tail between my legs. Uh, I was with a friend that I've known since uh, I was four years old. And we were sat in a, a pub we're like, what's next? And we just said, well, let's just go down to London. Proper Dick Whittington sort of fairy tale story. So we went down to London, uh, fell into sales and marketing. And it was at that role that I learned all about the power of social media, learned the power of, um, you know, uh, Google SEO, all of those things. And in 2011, I uh, moved back to the family business with my now wife and my eldest, Alfie. I've got four kids and Alfie's the eldest at now 10. He, he was just one when we, when we moved in. And um, my role in that business uh, was to help him get online. Um, my parents had the business for about 20 years, 25 years at that point, And they were doing everything on pen and paper. 
it was all tipex <laughs> it was no there was no airbnb there was no you know the, the booking.com in the uk was popular then and um there was uh there was expedia group but um you know there, there was nothing there so we got it all online and we took 25 years worth of offline uh word of mouth uh online basically and it worked you know really well we created a facebook page and that facebook page grew to the most popular most followed local independent page in the area our trip advisor got to the top three and you know it, it was worked really well um and then in 2016 i uh, read a book by tim ferris called the four hour work week um up until that point i was very you know you had your busy badge on you know wore it with a you know wore it with proud i'm always busy 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 and my parents were always busy busy because that's just their generational thing and um the problem is me and my wife were like ships passing at night we're never seeing each other we're both working in the business and I was like, there's got to be, you know, there's got to be more. This is a successful business, but we were working so hard. Like, what, what is all of this? And I discovered the four-hour work week. And then um, that's when everything changed, really. I was able to sack myself pretty much from hiring and outsourcing uh, for my day-to-day -day roles. Uh, and because of that, I was, I was able to have free of a bit of time. And so I started to go to meetings in our area. And these meetings were for, for other hospitality owners. And at these hospitality meetings, I realized that everybody was was fed up of, of booking.com, fed up of the OTAs, you know, but being busy business owners themselves and, you know, and, and all of those things. And I was just asking questions like, you know, what are you doing to market your business? Um, you know, all of these things. And they just looked at me with a blank expression. You know, I mentioned direct bookings and obviously some of them are direct bookings, but want, they wanted more. And I just said, you know, uh, I've implemented everything that you need to know into our business. Um, I'm more than happy to show a couple of you how I did it one night, you can come up to the business after we close for the restaurant for one night and, and five people put their hand up and I was the first five people I ever taught. And then I created something called the hospitality community Facebook group, which is still going to this day. And it was, it was honestly just for people in Scarborough and Whitby. I never had a vision of this becoming a worldwide brand. I never thought that in 2016, but as with everything, if something works, word of mouth spreads. And that Facebook group, suddenly I could see people applying to come into the group from um, like London and Manchester and Edinburgh and, you know, and, and then people from Scotland and Wales and then people in France and Germany and then Australia and then America and Canada. I was like, what's going on here? And before I knew it, there was a thousand people in the group. And it was at that point, everybody was like messaging me every single day, questions, questions, questions. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I freed myself up in the family business. And now I'm answering questions all day uh on on this and so it was my wife who actually had the idea for boostly and boostly for those who don't know is short for boost hospitality so i just merged it together got the domain name and i created a online training course basically so i just documented everything i did put it all online i said hey this is the answer to everything you need off you go and that was 2017 and then since then it's evolved and evolved and evolved and pivoted and gone all these directions and now we are we do website design uh, that's what we're pre predominantly known for. But our sort of unique selling point is that we also do training as well. So most website designers, they give you a website and go all the best. <laughs> or they charge you a premium to maintain it, et cetera. So what we do is we, we we give you the website. And then it's like, right, now you've got all this voltage of, of training. Go and plug that into your business. Here's the community aspect as well and, and everything else that we do. So, yeah, fast forward to 2023. I've put together two books that did very well. Uh, one sold... Uh, well over 5,000 copies and, you know, on, 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 on Amazon and we've got the YouTubes, we've got the podcasts, we've got just touching 2000 clients all over the world now. 
And uh, yeah, our mission is to help 1 million people, 1 million hosts. And, it's, and that's been the mission since, you know, probably 2018. Well, once we realized there was a bit of traction on this, if we can help 1 million hosts increase their direct bookings, cut down on their over-reliance on Airbnb, say, then we can get their attention. If we can get 1 million people together and go, hey, we are hosts, we know what we're doing. Um, we can maybe get a, a foot at the table. Who knows? We can maybe cut down on um, the commission charges that they charge. We may be able to get a bit more power back, you know, have a host at the table. Uh, so that's the goal. That's the mission. Let's see if we can see if we can get there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th I mean, that's a ton to unpack. I think like a lot of really <laughs> interesting um, kind of highlight points within there. And I think, you know, what, one of the, I, I guess I just want to, start so people listening understand so we're talking about short-term rentals right that's really kind of the, that's the 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 space that boostly not not with hotels or things like that you're you're sort of creating a, a platform for people to be outside of like you mentioned the airbnbs the expedia the that all of that um so i just wanted to sort of clarify that for anyone listening who didn't understand but what I what I want to go back to a couple of things. One is the, the four hour work week because I'm sure, like myself, people listening, um, we I've read the book. People have heard. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about the book, and it 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 seems almost like a mythical possibility. Even even having read the book, I'm like I I don't I don't really know how to get to this four hour work week. But I I, I think because because you mentioned that as sort of a, a turning point for you in your life with your with your wife with your family that kind of thing like I, I'd like to sort of talk about that in a little more detail other than I read the book and it and freed up time because I think that that other entrepreneurs this is a thing that that we struggle with you said you know you wear the the productivity badge with honor you know the the, the hustle culture all of that it, it's it's easy to get caught up in that and it's hard to unwind from it so I I'd wonder if you'd spend a little bit of time just kind of talking about that that time in your life and and what you what you did to sort of implement understanding that you know again it's very easy to then decide I'm going to fill that space with something else but what what would that what did that look like for you around that time so yeah for me it was um and this is this is where again I go to Boothley and it was set up very deliberately as a with the family business it you know, me and my wife were, we barely saw each other, barely saw the kids, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel so many people get down that sort of route. And yeah. it got to a point where I was like, right, uh, my father was a farmer, a Yorkshire farmer, where basically he leaves the house at five, comes in very late, falls asleep on the sofa, barely saw him. So again, work, work, work. And I was about to fall down that trap as well within the family business. But I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this. You know, I want to be the, uh, the laziest, busiest person ever, basically. So it's about working smarter, not, not harder. And ever since reading that book, it then transitioned me on to another book, which was Clockwork by Mike McCallowicz. And, and those sort of books where it's all about making the business where uh, you aren't the superhero that you think you are, right? Um, so many people, uh, and the example that he gives in the book is the Avengers. So the Avengers swoop in, they save New York City, but what they don't show in the movie is the tidy up afterwards, <laughs> right? And people hire and everybody hires. I hired and I, I was all ill of this. So you hire somebody, you give them pretty crappy instructions. You don't properly document what you expect from them. You don't hold them to be accountable and all those sort of stuff. And they make a mistake and you just swoop in, fix the problem and go, right, I fixed this. Brilliant. You fly off, but then you don't realize the mess you've left behind as in that person that you hire 
they um, they still don't know what to do. So they'll do, they'll keep repeating that mistake, or they feel like you've just sort of stepped on their toes, etc. So what what that book really taught me, not so much to work four hours a week, because even Tim Ferriss has admitted the title is an awful title. It's it's more to sort of get people over the mindset of that you don't have to do everything that yourself. And there are there are. I mean, his his whole, again, I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan. I've listened to a lot of his podcasts, a lot of his interviews. And it's, it's all about how would this look if it was simple? And the business that I, that I was with, the family business, I was looking at so many aspects and I kept asking myself that one question. It was, it was pinned upon the wall behind the computer at the time when I was at the family business, um, was how would this look if it was simple? And the principles and the tactics that I learned from that book I was able to implement within the family business. So we, we hired um, a virtual assistant. And a lot of the tasks that I were doing were very admin, very mundane, things I shouldn't be doing. They weren't like revenue generating tasks. So I very easily and quite quickly was able to document how to do it. Um, I used things like use Loom, for example. I documented what I was doing and then I passed them on to our virtual assistant and she ran with it and she could dedicate, you know, time to it. Uh, where instead of me like half hours in a task, you could put proper time to it, which meant that I freed up my time so I could do proper revenue generating tasks for our, for our business. And again, that was one of the key things that I learned back in 2016 when it came to that and discovering that book was a massive part of it. And the skills that I learned within the family business, just like with the skills that I learned down in London in sales and market, when I brought that into the granary, which is our family business, I took those skills coupled with that and I poured it into, into Boostly when, when I started Boostly. It, yeah, it's, it is it, one of my favorite books is Who Not How. So the, the, that figuring out how to... <laughs> not even just how to outsource like I feel like it's 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 not so much hard to it it's actually taking the steps to do it and realizing what you can outsource like I think we tend to assign a lot of importance to ourselves in in every single role and like the reality is is that we're probably as entrepreneurs we're probably not actually good at everything we're probably good <laughs> at a, a one thing or maybe a handful of things whereas but we're doing everything. So it's it's a uh, it's really a great point, I think, to sort of put out there and, and, and someone who's had the success that you have had in, in using those, uh, using that message um, to help, you know, sort of let people know like, hey, we, it's, a, it's a good idea to, to find those assistants that, that, as you said, can dedicate time to something that you were probably just getting done and and not necessarily you know maybe maybe not even in the most efficient way but um mm. i think i think it's just a, an important sort of uh point to to bring home so we, with boostly now tell us about you know kind of you talked about the vision how how does it if if i were to have a uh, short-term rental and I, and I wanted to use Boostly, like what would, what would that look like? What would the process be? Um, how would I implement that? Well, first and foremost, um, what we do is we give hosts the tools, the tactics, the training and the confidence to go and grow their business without relying on Airbnb. That's our sort of elevator pitch. And so what the process looks like is number one, um, I'd like for you to have at least one season under your belt. So a lot of people come to us who are just starting out or haven't even got a property yet and they want our help. So we say, listen, just, just get that first season out of the way because you've got to feel the pain. 
So you've got to feel the pain of dealing with Airbnb day to day. You've got to feel the pain of guest questions and, you know, all of those things, because there's so many mistakes that hosts make when they first get started. And so once they've felt the pain, it doesn't matter whether you've got one property or you've got 10 properties, you can come to us and, and what we do is we, we book you on a call, speak to our team. We first and foremost try and figure out if we're a good fit for you, but most importantly, are you a good fit for us? Because we're going to, you know, we'll have a partnership here. And um, if we feel like that's a good fit, then what we'll do is we'll we'll start to put together your, your website for you. All we need to do that is a, a link to your Airbnb profile. We ask you a couple of questions and off we go. It takes about six weeks to put together all in all. Um, cause we, we, we do everything. We, we utilize AI and chat GPT to build out the copy and put it all together, a few tweaks, get feedback from yourself and then say the six weeks is up. Uh, then obviously the website goes live, which is great. Uh, we, we, we tweak any, any change in, and then after that, uh, we give you full access to our vault of information. So all the training. So again, everybody knows to, to grow your business. It focuses on five things. So, uh, email, which is your list, database, email marketing, et cetera, text message marketing, You've got social media, social media is obviously Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of the things. Um, you've got word of mouth referral marketing, which is very, very important, especially for hospitality. Uh, you've obviously got your website and you've got SEO, et cetera. You've got Google, you've got Bing, you know, you've got all of those things uh, to take into account. And then you've got, you've got paid. So we just basically, we don't do those for you, but we show you how to do them uh, because our prices are very low, $30 a month. Um, so with that, instead of us doing it for you, because if we were to do it all for you, that would be about five, $10,000 a month, which I know small businesses don't have that budget. You know, if you were a big, big company with millions of budget, then you would do, but you don't, so you don't. So we really specialize in helping those one to 10 property owners, managers, arbitrage, whatever model you sort of go down the route of short-term rentals or medium-term rentals. Um, and, and we really help you with that. And then from there on in, it's, uh, it's as long as you need our help. Um, I'm, I'm all about the journey. Uh, another book that I'm a big fan of, I love who, not how, but story brand by Donald Miller. We're, we're not the hero in this journey. Uh, we, we are your Yoda. We are your guide and we'll guide you from wherever you need to be. Cause there's a case in point in time where you will outgrow us and you maybe want to go down the route of having all those custom things, all those done for you things. And that's cool. Uh, we'll give you the, the help and support to get you there. We've got group trainings. We do zoom calls. We get, you know, we get friends and peers from the industry to come in and do all the things and zoom calls and all those cool things. Uh, and like you said, we've got the Facebook group and the community behind us as well, which the thing that I love the most isn't so much our website, although I love our websites, isn't so much the training. I love the training. It's the community because they've got over 10,000 years of experience collectively in that group. So, you know, when you go in and ask a question, you're not really sure if you're getting the right answer back because you could be asking in a Facebook group and it could be anybody giving you a, <laughs> your advice. But in our group, we've got so much experience in there that you know that it's from people that have been there, done there, bought the T-shirt many times over. So it's the best of the best advice. So yeah, that, that is the, the simple process, to be honest. And we, we make it so clean. We make it so simple because we know that in this industry, you don't have to have a Mona Lisa website to, uh, to make a book in, turn a looker into a booker. Look at Airbnb, very simple booking process. Look at Expedia, very simple booking process. Booking.com, very simple one. It, all it has to do is work. So we've built a website that is very templated, built on WordPress. And all we do is we basically personalize it with, with your logo, with your properties, with your face, with your name. And uh, it, is, it is very templated, but it works. And so, yeah, that, that's why our system only takes six weeks to get done. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it sounds simple is effective, right? It, so, it sounds yeah. like that's that's exactly the way to do things. I mean, it, it, sometimes people try to really 
overcomplicate it and just make make things more difficult for themselves. So um, it it sounds like a, a really great uh, you know, sort of even if it, I, I guess you know I don't know if the idea is to get people completely away from Airbnb or or if this is to meant to be a complementary type of structure that helps you you know kind of capture more leads more uh, you know just make your uh, property run better but it's, it seems like it could be used probably in either way yeah i mean the big misconception about what i talk about is that people think that i'm, I'm saying right well you got to go cold turkey on airbnb zero percent airbnb which is further from the truth it's as dangerous going a hundred percent direct bookings as it is being 100% Airbnb. What you need to do is you need to have multiple revenue streams into your business. It's just like any other business in the world. We are very lucky in this category, in this vertical that we call hospitality, that you can start a business today, take a couple of pictures on your phone, and then upload it to a, a, a one or two websites and be guaranteed to bring in revenue. There's no other industry like it, like for website design, uh, there's no website design listing site that I can go put Boostly on and be pretty much guaranteed to get revenue. But because we are in the industry of making memories and we are very in demand, you know, uh, it's the case with Airbnb, Booking.com and Verbo. Now that is a plus point. That is a blessing, but it's also a con because the more that you rely on said platforms, the more lazier you become and you become over-reliant. And when you become over-reliant, then you become reactive. And it gets to a point where the booking stop coming in or it becomes very oversaturated, which was what we are now on, on Airbnb, for example. And so your property doesn't stand out. And if you're always sat there waiting for a booking to come in and you're not proactive, then it is going to damage your business in the long run. So what I'm saying is here is, right, you need Airbnb, but you got to make them work for you and not the other way around. You need to be listed on Airbnb, just like you need to be listed on Verbo, booking.com. But you also need to have a direct booking website. You need to have a property management software. You need to have X, you need Y and Z. And at that point, people glaze over and they go, oh, that sounds like a lot. It's like, okay, well, congratulations. That's what it is being a business owner. <laughs> you know, you have to do these things. And um, yeah, it's just education. That's literally all it is. That's all I really see myself as is, is, an, is an educator, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it sounds like a fantastic, um, really opportunity for people. It, the, the point about, you know, sort of welcome to being a business owner is, is, is so true. It's, it's, I think, as you said, because you can have a house, take a picture, put it on Airbnb. And in theory, people will give you money to come be in that house. Like it, people think it should be easy and yet that's really literally just very much the tip of the iceberg, the very, very beginning part of it. And then it's like, I feel where, where people do get, you know, kind of, um, I don't know, jaded, they get, they get unhappy with that is that, it, that then they get to the part where it's actually a business if they want it to be successful, if they want to, mm -hmm. if they want to make money and, and be able to, you know, sort of not spend every minute of every day doing everything involved in that you know, making sure that your guests are happy and the turnover and all of that. So no, I, I think it sounds like a, a fantastic um, addition to anyone looking to have, you know, that hospitality uh, business. Um, Mark, I'm going to, I want to switch gears. I want to get the chance to ask you uh, the questions that I ask every guest. Um, and I don't want to keep you all day, even though I, this is very fascinating to me. Um, so th the first is, of course, in relation to the name of the show being Know Your Why. So I like to ask every guest, what, what is your why? What what uh, drives you towards these levels of success? You know, you, you got your got yourself to the 
the hypothetical four hour work week and then found, you know, found a new business, a new passion to fill it with. So what, what keeps you going? Well, the, the, the mission, basically, I, I want to leave like a, I want to leave like a standpoint in this industry now where if we, the reason why it's one because if I can get 1 million hosts to cut down on our over-reliance on Airbnb and in turn, those 1 million hosts educate the guests about the power of direct bookings, because if you were to go into your city or your town or your village, wherever you live, and you were to ask 10 people, what does direct bookings mean? They won't have a clue. So we need to educate the industry on this about why the powerful of it. Because um, Brian Chesky was on a podcast interview with, it was the Sway podcast, S-W-A-Y. And the interviewer, really, interview, really good interviewer, asked him about direct bookings. She said, wouldn't Airbnb hosts like to know more about direct bookings? Do you, do, you, do, you know, do you think your Airbnb host would want to take direct bookings? And he dismissed it instantly. He said, nah, they don't want to, they don't care about that. Where I know that's not the case. They do care about it because they want to have a business that's not built on Airbnb's land. And Booking.com, again, I've, from the years of doing this, I've got to know people at Booking.com, and, and, they, and they basically uh, know full well that as soon as a guest has stayed at your property, then it's the host you know, has every right to remarket those guests so they come back and book with them directly next time. But they also say that hosts don't know how to do that. So I'm saying, well, we do know how to do this. And so I, I basically, this is why I create all this content do all these podcasts, right? 600 podcasts in, we've got over 1000 videos on the YouTube channel. There's 80 hours worth of training content and all of those sort of things is because I know how easy it is. Most of the tips I, I, I show people don't cost any money. You just have to make sure that, you know, you're, you're following the right track. And so if I can put people on the right track, if we can get to that 1 million and we can actually start to get the attention of the OTAs then who knows what it may mean. It may mean that um, we can get a foot at the table. It may mean that we can get better rates of commission. It may mean that we can, you know, get more say in, in the business because the worry is that by 2030, the way that we're currently going, if we don't do anything, 80% of all buckets that come in in this industry are going to be via an OTA. And the biggest worry to me is that Airbnb are on track by the end of next year to have 60% of the whole industry. Now that's a worry because they, only in 2017, they had 15% of the whole industry. So they're growing fast. And if they start to monopolize, they could easily do what Amazon have done to the e-commerce world. And if it gets to that point, the 3% that they charge now or 14% commission charge that they charge now, uh, that could look very differently by the time it's 2026 because what's stopping them from turning around to a host and saying, hey, you know, we're generating 90% of your whole revenue here. I think this... 3% should be about 15% or 20% or 30% or 40% or 50% or 60%. When I give that analogy, people go, ah, I'll never happen. Well, I'll give you an example. This right here, this is that book that I put out on Amazon. Uh, I had no other avenue of doing it. It's called the Book Direct Playbook. I had no other avenue. I haven't got a printing press behind me. I couldn't do it from home, right? So I had to go for Amazon. And so for every book that I sell, for every dollar that comes in Amazon, I lose 66 cents to every dollar, 66% goes, right? And they do that because they can, there was no other option. And if we keep going down the route that we're going, if we keep calling it an Airbnb, if we keep calling it, I've got an Airbnb business, then we are literally going to go down that route. So my mission, the thing that keeps me going every single day is just educate, 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 every single day, repeat, 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 repeat. And if we can get there, phenomenal i just need people to come on us with that journey yeah yeah no it makes sense. It, it it's a great example on amazon it's it's a funny i i uh, innovate 
all of the things that you get with Amazon Prime and everything. And I'm like, is there anybody who doesn't have Amazon Prime at this point? Like, it's just like all of this stuff and they, they raise the prices and everybody still pays it. And it, like, I'm not even arguing whether or not that's a good service or what, but it's just kind of a funny thing. Cause it's, if you think back, this was right before pandemic, but basically like the big thing, Amazon's big thing was two day shipping, right? Like guaranteed two day shipping. And then they were going to do one day shipping. That was the next, like that. And that was right before the pandemic hit. And guess what? Now there's no talk about how fast you'll get it. Like, it, like it's, it's mentioned when you check out, but like, that's not their platform anymore. They don't, it doesn't matter how fast you get it. Like, and, and they can say, oh, it's because of supply chain issues or all. And, and I'm, I'm sure that's part of that's true, but like the reality is, is like that they're just, it's, it's just moving into all the, you know, sort of the, the things that they, that you get, get you in the door are really no longer a part of what, why you would actually use Amazon. And so I think that's, you know, the, those companies, when they get that, that big hold, that that's exactly, it's, it's hard to do it any other way. Mm, so yeah. it's, uh, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, tell us something about yourself that uh, isn't common knowledge, special skill, a hobby, just something to let listeners know you a little better. Uh, okay. No one knows this, but I've got no sense of smell. No sense of smell. Never have, never will. <laughs> no sense of smell. So uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm awful to try and check if I smell or not. So <laughs> luckily, I've got my wife who will tell me honestly. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll let um, you know. That is, that is a first. Two hundred something episodes. That is definitely a first. Um, I, I did. Uh, I, however, did have a college roommate that had no sense of smell, and it was like, I, I'd never heard of that before. So now, now I know of two people. This is why I changed the baby's nappies and diapers. So it's right. why you it doesn't, doesn't bother you at all. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, when people want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Instagram. I love Instagram. It's the only social media uh, that I actually have on my phone is, is Instagram. So it's at Boostly UK. B-O-O-S-T-L-Y-U-K. Okay. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes for people. Um Final question for you, Mark, and you you can take this in sort of whatever direction you want. I, I generally ask, you know, what what piece of advice would you give to someone getting started in 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 real estate? Um, or you, could, I mean, sometimes it's in business. Whatever you think um, is applicable to the to the message that you want to put out there. Yeah. Okay. So my one piece of advice is this, is that there are so many podcasts, there are so many YouTube channels, there's so many books, and there's so many talks and conferences and events. I think the one thing that has put me onto that trajectory more than anything else is that I'm, I am I like to implement. So whatever I listen to, watch, consume, or whatever, I just take one thing and I implement it straight away. So whatever that sh straight away aha moment is, I write it down or I take a voice note and I make sure that it's implemented within the business as, as soon as possible. And uh, the the flip side of that, and I see so many people, is that they fall into analysis, you know, paralysis, and they don't get anything done. And they've got all these amazing notes, and they've got all these ideas, but then they never actually action on it. So yeah, that's my one piece of advice is whatever podcast or whatever you do, just take that one piece of aha moment and just implement it into your business or your life straight away. Yeah, I love that. That's That's great advice, because I mean, even I will <laughs> take that for my own because I think that that's that is a thing. You know, you, you, I I hear I hear people on podcasts, even like a, a social media post, and I'm like, that's a great idea, and then it's gone. You know, ten ten minutes later, it, it, not remembering it, or I'm, or I'm trying to track it back down later or something. So um, yeah. that's great 
a great piece of advice um, and, and perfect spot for wrapping this up. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for um, sharing your story with us and, and taking the time out today. I really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. All right, everyone. Have a great day. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.